1: Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. And for the first time in a few months, we have another MCU movie to review. First time in theaters. Uh, No, I saw Black Widow in theaters. In theaters only. (laughs) Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Look, it broke the Labor Day all-time opening record, which surprised me. And then I looked. Is like Labor Day just like a, a trap weekend? Yeah, you no, know, I think Labor Day is just like everyone's going outdoors. No one wants to go sit in a the theaters. Okay, because I looked at the numbers, and like it beat the all-time Labor Day numbers, but it was also behind, I think, Fast and the Furious or something. like, Or it was close. Like It wasn't like Shang-Chi doubled Fast and Fast 9. It was close. So I was like – and then I looked, and it was like the all-time Labor Day weekend. It was only like 40 mil or something. Yeah, but in a COVID year – you take anything you can get for breaking box office records. That's see, that's a great PR spin zone. Like for the investors, like you know, your your sales are going to be where they are anyways. Like just release in traditionally bad weekends, and then you could tell your investors, like, hey, we broke this record. Bingo. Invest some more money in us because Disney needs all the money they can get. <laughs> yeah, I, they're struggling. I'm sure. Um, we're gonna do, you know, of course the Pat and Penny movie ranking scale. We're gonna talk about perhaps the future of the MCU, which of those we do first, I don't know. Probably scale first and then maybe break down future implications. That way when we reference the movie back, it's not like we're referencing the movie and then we get into the scale. It's probably the best way to do that. Yeah. Um, post-credit and, scene talk. Absolutely. And um, I have a Spider-Man far from home, no way home trailer observation. That might just be me overlooking something. Well, let's fucking talk about it again.
0: I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up, you can put it on the ball. Yes.
1: So I saw the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer twice because I went to go see Shang-Chi, Giant Screen, Civic Plaza 12, hmm. Cinema West owned. Just saying you didn't see it on IMAX, correct? No, I didn't. I wish I would have. Um, apparently on the IMAX thing, the, the Spider-Man trailer played and it's like more framing. Um, is not dead. Um, not Deadpool. Daredevil. Really? Yeah, you can see the guy's face. But how do we know he's not Daredevil? We don't know who's cast to be Daredevil. Well, no, no, because you know in the No Way Home where there's the guy with the white button up who slams his hands down on the table and everyone's like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, well, no, like you pan up, it's just a random actor guy. It's it's at least how not, do we know that it's not the actor? old Daredevil that everyone wants back? Who's basically confirmed that he's coming back as Daredevil? Okay, I mean, it could like it could. Yeah, if they, that old Daredevil said he would come back. But I was going to say, like, if we don't know who's playing him, it very well could still be him. Okay, you know I mean? but when has Marvel <laughs> ever announced a fucking superhero as a fucking random person you can only see in the IMAX version of a trailer? I don't know. Hey, you were pounding the the, the train last week, so I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. I, well, I'm not. I've, I'm accepting and moving on. I don't want you to have to hold this in and hope. I don't want you to be let down, Jay. Anyways, I saw the trailer twice because the the projector went out right when the movie was supposed to start in the first showing. Then we had to go see a later showing. It Bullshit. Was a big, who Ross? I had to watch the same trailers twice. Saw the Eternals trailer for the first time. Pretty good. Who's that giant red guy? Giant? Oh, it's a celestial. Is that Galactus? Oh, no, it's just a celestial. It's one of the gods, like Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy Two, mm-hmm. and then the head of like nowhere, what mm-hmm. city is. He's one of those. He's fucking big. Yeah. He's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and that that villain did was kind of CGI looks like shit. I don't know if, it, <sighs> and it looked better in the theater trailer than it did on the phone trailer. I'll say that much. The phone trailer okay, by CGI like looks shit because I wasn't, I mean, he came on the screen for like fucking a second or two. So I didn't really get to dissect what he looked like on the theater screen. I didn't have my phone deposit, which I could go back and do right now, but I didn't. Do you mean the CGI looks poorly made or poorly designed? Cause I thought it was more poorly designed. Like he just looks stupid. Both. Okay, fair. I think he looks stupid, and like on the phone version where you can turn the brightness up, and it's not a dark theater. The details look so bad. <laughs> Everything else about that movie looks fucking gorgeous, though. I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean Chloe Zhao, 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 Um, she's directing that Spider-Man: No Way Home. The trailer. The little detail I noticed, Ty, and you're gonna, you might be thinking I'm tripping. I'm on some shrooms or something. They got rid of the text twice. on the screen. They did, and I loved it. They did. Thankfully, That's the detail though. No. So, you know, we, the theory is that you floated around and it's not your original theory. Sorry. Other people have said it is that, you know, they see Tobey Maguire, you know, it's either Tom Holland in Tobey Maguire's body or maybe it's Tobey Maguire himself or whatever. And that's how he knows he's like, hello, Peter, blah, blah, blah. Mm. When they show, so they do that scene, they say, hello, Peter. And I wouldn't be surprised if those two moments necessarily aren't back to back like we were expected, but we'll see. So they, they have, um, what is his name? The actor? Alfred, Alfred Molina. Morris. Molina. Alfred Morris. I think that was a running back. Alfred Molina, he says, hello, Peter. It pans to Tom, and then Tom does his Spider-Man stance, and he, he turns that on the suit of armor. Uh-huh. It looked like, and I, I swear to God, Ty, I saw it on the big screen, and I looked at my phone, and I still feel like I see it. When he puts his suit on, it looks like, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It looks like the camera, almost like, like the framing, like almost stutters a little bit. And I was thinking big brain, which could also be just me looking too far into it, not overlooking, like I said. What if – because Marvel has manipulated trailers before where – Million percent. In in the Infinity War, he had all five. He had five of the six stones in that one fight scene in Wakanda. But in the trailer, he only had two when when Cap grabbed the glove or the gauntlet. There's a thing of Thor – or not Thor, uh, Hulk running with the team, and Hulk doesn't show up in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. What if they digitally altered it and that isn't Tom Holland – in that specific scene. It's just straight up Tobey Maguire. And they altered it where it's Tom in the trailer and you're going to have to look. And again, maybe I'm tripping and maybe they did some CGI, you know, replacement and that caused like a tiny little, cause I don't think it was something intentional. It just looked like, like bad CGI where he like put the suit on and it almost like, it, like like a little bit, just very lightly. I vaguely remember that. So I feel like there might be some sort of manipulation in that scene. That's what I was theorizing. I fucks with it, which I don't know if, Again, Marvel people overlook or look too much into everything, and I am definitely guilty in that. Um, But I don't know, man. I don't trust them. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because you know Marvel has the ability to do that to trailers. It's just finding out when they want to actually do it. Because it's not like they do it in every fucking scene every time, so it's like, oh, this is fake, this is fake. They do it. It's rare, though. So trying to find those little rare moments when they do do it. Well, this is the perfect thing where I think they would want to keep it a surprise. Exactly. because. I see people on Twitter bitching, like, why haven't they revealed Toby or Garfield yet? They better not ever reveal. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, that would take out this, that you already revealed the villains. You took away that shock for me. You know what I mean? Like, don't take away the other shock if it happens. That's the perfect thing where they're already getting the buzz from the other villains being in there. They're already getting the buzz just because it's fucking Spider Man. Yep. And, you know, don't show us if Toby or whatever's going to go into it. I don't even want the actors to show up to, like, the red carpet premiere or anything like that. No, yeah. Stay away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, we'll see. I like that, especially because he's wearing, uh, like, the Tobey Maguire suit mm-hmm. in that exact shot. Yeah. It just makes sense that it would be the other Spider-Man. Like, that could very well pick up at the end of fucking Spider-Man 3 or something, you know? like. And not only that, the fact that he's wearing the suit on that freeway scene. Yeah. And the two shots that we get, like, elsewhere on that freeway scene is the Green Goblin, Goblin Bomb, and Alfred Molina, both of the Ramy villains. Yeah, it would just make sense that that's the full fucking Raimi lineup there with two of the villains and Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah. Now again, how they explain that and Tom and everything—that's that's yet to be seen. But it would be great. That'd be fucking dope. Um, another person who showed up in a movie that I was not expecting: Ty, Ben Kingsley, and Shang Chi. Fuck yeah! Um, Did you not see all the pictures on the red carpet? Carpet no. stuff. Yeah, he was he was like that's why I said like don't show up at the red carpet because he showed up so I was waiting for him. But everyone was like, Why the fuck is he here? Very pleasant surprise. I thought that was we're getting to Shang-Chi talk now. Um I thought <laughs> if that you was, couldn't tell that was the segue. <laughs> I thought that was a very good way to button up something they kind of fucked up already mm. with the ten rings and the rings Bingo. being fucking terrible. And, you know, they buttoned it up and Very nicely. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, like you know, the Ten Rings leader whose name I going to escape me. Um, the actual? Y- yeah. What's his name? The dad? I don't know. He said, I've been called many names. I'm mean, Genghis Khan? Up. Did you hear that when he said the great Khan? Oh, did he? Yeah. He was like, I've been called many names. One of them was like the great Khan. And I I nudged Riley. I was like, Genghis Khan. And she's like, huh? i was like, you don't know history. <laughs> I got like mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he said he's had him for a thousand years. That would, that's a nice little, I'm this bad guy. Um, it's like Loki going back and being D.B. Cooper. It's just. You know, he's every bad guy. But, no, like, um, I thought uh, it was a good way to kind of wrap that up. Zu Wenwu. I thought it was a good way to kind of wrap that up. And it was a little ridiculous. Like, yeah, he broke me out of prison. He was going to kill me. Now I'm his jester. Whatever. Like, I enjoyed it. It, it was good. <laughs> and he actually added something to the story because he added the, the Morris character, which I will say was – I don't want to say my favorite character, but he is – Morris is on Korg levels for me. Oh, Morris is fantastic. He's um, on – I'm going to get a pop if there's a Morris pop. It's like the it's like the Disney princess movies that always has like the talking side character like mm-hmm. animal um like the dog from Coco. Yeah. Um I'm thinking like the chicken or pig from Moana. She like that. More fantastic. He, my favorite part was when uh, Ben Kingsley was pretending to be dead and Morris was like all sad and he was nudging him <laughs> and then he he said, you know, I'm acting whatever and then Morris laid on his back. That reminded me personally of Maurice cuz if I'm laying down and Maurice wants to uh, lay with me. If I'm laying the wrong direction, because mm. he likes to spoon, mm-hmm. um, he will sit there and growl and nudge me until I flip over, so he could then lay with me and then lay on his back. Maybe they put like those those motion things, like the little balls to like do motion stuff for, like CGI mm. of someone um, on like a Datsun. And yeah. he played Morris. And his name was Morris. Maurice. Maurice, yeah. like it's very close. There was five minutes of the movie where I thought his name was Maurice. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Um, no, I, I think a lot of people, like even Victoria's sister asked me, like, well, wait a minute. I thought this villain showed up in another Marvel movie. Like, And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, he did. I don't know what they're doing and how they're going to explain that. Yeah. Um, they did a fairly Before good job. Before you watched it. Yeah. 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 Um, they did a fairly good job of wrapping it up, explaining, like, you know, I've been this throughout time. People, you know, have been influenced by me and tried to be a copycat and, you know, pretended to be me. But yeah this is who i am they they did a fucking wonderful job of i mean it's a retcon but it's a it's not like a forget that ever happened retcon it's a we're gonna explain it away retcon yeah well and i liked when ben kingsley was kind of explaining the character's past where he was like i got hired to be like a fake terrorist or whatever and then it turns out the guy was actually a terrorist <laughs> and um that was great and then the whole like they explained, you know, the Ten Rings showing up in Iron Man and how he even said, like, you know, other terrorist organizations have loaned his name before and all that stuff. So they did a good job in fixing all that. Yeah, I also love the, the nods at um, kind of like Marvel just just kind of being racist. In the past? Yeah. Where he was like, yeah, they were afraid of a chicken dish. Yeah. Like the Mandarin. <laughs> because I know, like, in the comics, um, Shang-Chi's dad or this character has, like, a very Asian racist oh, name. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't think of it now. Yeah. But it's something that they were like, yeah, there's no fucking chance we're putting in this movie. Yeah. um, And so it's kind of not at, like, look. Shang-Chi. We keep saying Shang-Chi. Did I? Yeah. It's fucking Sorry. so hard. Yeah. We said it wrong for so many, like, months. Yeah. And then found out that we were saying it wrong, and now I'm just trying to, like, consciously... Uh his and again this was what he was originally called. I am not trying to be racist in any way. Um his father's name was Fu Manchu. Yeah, the the fucking mustache. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Um and so like the little you know, the little nods at like shit shitting on Marvel's past a little bit yeah. in that regard. Kinda mm-hmm. liked that. Enjoyed that. That was funny. Now, so the original Shang Chi um he was, he was um, kind of touted, which he was in this movie as well, but we didn't we didn't hear them, the master of kung fu. Actually, I don't think he taught kung fu. I think he actually learned a different fighting style in the movie because there was like the mom's fighting style and they mentioned the dad's fighting style, which I don't think was kung fu. I think it was something else. Um, I wonder, because there's even a picture of Shang-Chi from the comics right here with like the dragon behind him. Liu Kang, is there any kind of like IP ripoff there? Oh, I, I don't know when... Because Liu like Kang 100% – Well, Liu Kang came after because Shang-Chi was oh, in, in like the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah. I've got to imagine, yes, just from the color design mm-hmm. and everything from that. Um, I've got to imagine. Just the dragon connection, the color design of the character's costumes. Yeah. Um. Oh, this website, comicbook.news. Um, says Shang Chi is a Mortal comp Oh wait, Shang Chi is Mortal Kombat ripoff? Question mark. That is a terrible title. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Is Shang Chi a Mortal Kombat ripoff? So what? How would it be unless Mortal Kombat came first? I know Mortal Kombat also had. It doesn't matter. But yeah, they're very very similar. um yeah. and that just shows kind of when these characters were developed back in the day. Um, kind of the even if it wasn't a straight ripoff, just the singular line of thinking and the stereotypes which the americanized idea of yeah that chinese character which i mean i'll get into it later in the film i'm ignorant in this i'm not going to pretend like i am a um, um super knowledgeable in the asian culture but i do think they did a good job i hope at least of you know having that asian culture having that chinese culture and not americanizing it and you know kind of turning it into and again i i am ignorant maybe in china they watch this film and they roll their eyes but you know there's you know eight people of asian descent i follow on twitter that have raved about this movie that i've seen so i think it did a good job i really liked um and <laughs> so there was this crazy lady in our theater that she was like she was crazy waiting in line and she was like talking about her own kid and how she was mad at him because he didn't want to come to the movies because not everyone was vaccinated and she was like yeah and i just told him to shut the fuck up and blah 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 oh, like Jesus. she was and then the theater went out and then she was like when the attendant came in and he was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll give you a refund. Like everyone's like, okay. And she was like, oh, like audibly. Um, I think she also groaned when they were speaking Chinese. I oh, um, love that to start it. But I do like how, and I, maybe that's Mandarin Chinese. I don't know. I know there's different forms of Chinese. Um, I like how they had a lot of that in here. They had a lot of the the different language, you know, with the subtitles. They didn't make it like, oh, all these Chinese people are just going to speak English the whole yeah. time. Like, which is really good. No, I was going to bring that up. I love the amount of um, Chinese that they were speaking throughout. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, subtitles, which people are going to be annoyed about sometimes. Um, not us. We're we're cultured. We don't mind reading subtitles. I, well, I, I'm subtitles anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Even in English, I'm reading the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did like that a lot, that they didn't fully, you know, Americanize it, make it fully English. Like, they had their own dialect, and when it made sense, they spoke their dialect. Yeah. And obviously, you can't do the whole fucking movie like that for a big blockbuster American film. But I think they did it a fairly decent amount to where uh, I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, And before we get in the scale, I guess the last thing I kind of have to touch on is this was a classic case. And I do this, I have been doing this, I should say, with kind of the origin story movies where I just don't really want to know anything about it. Um, Some of the sequels, you know, like uh, you obviously already know the characters in Spider-Man. Like I'm more, you know um theorizing and blah 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 but like shang chi to build off of the eternals i did this with dr strange like i literally knew i i knew nothing about shang chi i didn't watch one trailer maybe i watched like the very very first one which showed like i think just the bus fighting scene like it didn't really show much Mm -hmm. um i knew very very little about this and i i love i i really liked it. it it followed that trend and i think that's a good way to approach these movies at least for me so eternals i mean i did see the trailer unfortunately but I still don't know too much about it, so. Yeah, I feel like the Eternals trailers aren't really giving away a lot either. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, I think this one did a fantastic job in terms of being an origin story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just going through the list, I, it's got to be, like, top three Marvel origin stories. Just just origin for a character. Wow. I, I just in ter- Because usually they kind of fucking fumble the bag with that. Like, first Captain America sucks. First Thor's whatever. I feel like they have... Th- I've, to be fair, I feel like they haven't fumbled the bag with that recently. No, not in, in a while. You're right. Um, I mean, Black Widow wasn't the greatest, but it also wasn't really an origin story. It was almost more of an origin story for her sister, mm-hmm. um, which I guess that movie wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't bad. Captain Marvel, you know, was okay. Don't I didn't love it. dare talk bad about Captain Marvel. It was okay. I didn't love it. Um, I'm not going to be one of those fucking internet trolls, uh, <laughs> but it was whatever. Ant-Man. I never actually saw the first Ant-Man hand up. It's Ant-Man like, and the Wasp, though. Ant-Man's, you know, <coughs> Ant-Man must fucking sucks. First Ant-Man was okay. It's pretty good. You know, it's funny. It's different. But, like, this one was a very, very thoroughly well-made origin story mm-hmm. for a new superhero. And I feel like, you know, obviously Ant-Man, you know, was a new one and Doctor Strange was a new one. But, like, they were kind of intertwined. This is kind of, like, their next step in Marvel where they have to add characters to, like, fucking... Mm -hmm. you know the avengers and shit so they have to get these origin stories right and Mm -hmm. so far great start yeah what so what else do we have we have eternals as an origin story i'm just talking purely origin story um we have the hawkeye tv show coming up for kate bishop um if you want to count that the miss marvel tv show which is strictly for her don't want to count that either um oh Continue. I just had something I was thinking of. Okay. Just continue. Sorry. I mean, a lot of the new origin stories are, are shows. Now I'm talking about it. Moon Knight is another show. Hmm. Um. I wonder how they decide what gets a movie and what gets a show. Well, I think that actually how they decide is a lot of these shows we've touched on is kind of like setting up Young Avengers slash few, like way farther down the pipeline additions, whereas Shang-Chi is going to be instantly in the mix. Yeah, for sure um yeah a lot of them are so we have in terms of movies there's spider-man no way home doctor strange sequels thor sequel uh, black panther sequel then the marvels which is going to have a character who had a tv show captain marvel miss marvel oh um tiana paris is the the fuck photon Photon? yeah Mm -hmm. um ant-man and the wasp guardians galaxy and then fantastic four whenever would be or just story Ideally, if they don't show up in something else first. I yeah. don't know if they do an origin, like a, a traditional origin story. I feel like they're going to be an Ant-Man and the Wasp in some way, but so they don't have to fully origin story. Even this isn't a traditional origin story, I'd say. It no. It is what it, it Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, he's already, what, we'll, we'll get into it, but yeah, it's not. Well, I'm going to get into it right now, Ty. Unless you, you got something else to say before well, this I was going to say the next one's coming up. They're all TV shows. This is like the only one there they committed a full fucking movie to it because yeah. we have Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She Hulk, Ironheart, um, Secret, Secret s- Invasion. I got something to touch on with She Hulk. Um, once we Fuck finish yeah. the scale and everything. Fuck yeah, we do. Um, Best part of the movie. Talk so to I, me, Jay Shang-Chi. I, not a traditional origin story, because in the in in this film he is already established. So you look, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just to start by this. I gave a plot slash story seventeen. Also gave it a seventeen. Um, which. Honestly, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a strictly, a strictler, stickler, stickler when it comes to plot slash story. I'm looking like, I gave Black Widow a 15, I gave Spider Verse a 16. Like, I haven't given out a 17 oh. plot slash story since Inception got an 18. Yeah, so for me, um, there's her, Inception, Django, Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know why. This category has always been kind of downplayed, but it's at least consistent, so I'm fine with it if I'm consistent with it. Look, I really like this movie, the way the plot was developed, the way the story was told, Hmm. because he was already established. We didn't get – we did, but we didn't. So we didn't get the whole, you know, getting her powers – referencing captain marvel yeah where you know yeah she also had a pass, but working towards it same thing with iron man working towards the goal dr strange getting um, in the accident and then becoming dr strange everything is kind of working towards this goal they almost started at like a three quarters point where he's already trained he's already a freaking deadly assassin as the comics say master kung fu i don't think that's what they went for in the movie um, i don't know he's, he's pretty good kung fu but <laughs> like i said i think it was a different they said a different fighting style i could be incorrect there And then, you know, but he seems like a normal guy. And then, like, I just loved how they they told the story and the story progressed. And then as it progressed, things from his past also got brought up. And certain things were there and certain things got left out, like what his mom really said when, you know, she died or whatever. And, like, I thought the way they intertwined everything and kind of built up to this moment where he kicked his dad's ass, which I don't really know how he controlled the Ten Rings. I don't know if it was just, like, his... his his, his bloodline. His chi. Um, But that was sick. That was dope. They'd, so, one complaint on the story, they did zero explaining of the Ten Rings. Like, they touched on it, but then you don't understand, like, what their abilities are. You kind of just see him use them. You don't understand, like, why he has full control over them. You don't understand why Shang-Chi gets control over them. They kind of are just a, a piece. Well, that being said, I think they are going to explain it in the future. Absolutely. They very obviously made it a big deal. Um... Look, I just really liked how they told this story and how it kind of went from point A to point B to point C and they, they intertwined his past into the present. And um, look, man, I, I liked it. Yeah, it was it was two stories playing out. It was his origin and his modern-day conflict that he had going on playing out side-by-side side and, and bouncing off of each other. And you kind of got a better understanding of the Shang-Chi character as well as the, the dad villain character yeah. um, throughout those flashbacks. And it was fucking great. Yeah. Seeing how everything progressed, um, seeing how one thing led to another. And it was like, you know, obviously like mysteries in the backstory as well as the modern day stuff, even though we've seen past that. Yeah. Like, the, you know, when he reveals that he actually did kill the other guy and that's why he fucking left. Like there's shit in his past that you didn't find out till the end of the movie. Yeah. Which is cool. I thought when they revealed that he did kill that guy, and it was like an emotional scene, and he told Aquen Fenwa, uh, Katie, Kate, Aquafina, Aquafina. Sorry, you fucked that. I man. always it's because there was a soccer player named Aquen Fenwa, so I always say that. <laughs> uh, Katie, Katie, Kate, yeah. Katie, Kate's the movie we're watching next week. Uh. Um, that's correct. When he told Katie that he did kill the guy and he went through with it, I thought it was going to be her grandfather that was dead in the beginning of the movie. I oh, thought they were just going to somehow Jay. tie that together right there. Jesus Christ! I leaned over to and I was like, it was her grandpa, and it wasn't her grandpa. <laughs> Maybe that gets revealed in the sequel. <laughs> Maybe this is a growing close for them, and that's a tearing them apart in the sequel. <laughs> um, no, it was good though. Like I said, I liked how they told the story. I liked they kind of they. It wasn't necessarily a twist, but it was like you know his, his dad was painted as a villain. Part one of this movie, the first act, and then you have act two, which is a little bit shorter, but like kind of reuniting with his father, and you kind of see some of the the humility of his father, and kind of like it's almost like it it spun for a second. You're like, Oh, is this going to be like a Marvel twist? Like the dad's actually, and then it ends up not being that way. And then, you know, I just, I liked how they, they did that at well. It wasn't just like dad was a dick the whole time, you know, whatever. It was kind of like this family conflict that kind of turned into this. Yeah. And super good character development and the way they told the story for that, because obviously it starts out and he's fucking mowing down armies. Like he shows he's a badass. He'll do whatever he fucking needs to to survive yeah you good i was just gonna well continue finish your thought do whatever he needs to to survive and then you see him meet the mom and give up that life mm-hmm. so you're confused as to why he's doing it again and then you find out like well that's because he lost his wife and he's doing what he needs to to get his wife back now whereas before it was like evil intentions now it's i i want to be reunited with my family yeah but uh, it showed he has that ability and he will do whatever he fucking needs to to get what he wants Yeah. So it's like this intimidating figure who's trying to make his family whole again. The one thing I was surprised by, and this is a classic Marvel problem, is you build up this badass character with the Ten Rings who can kind of do whatever he wants. And, yeah, he put him away to live the family life, and that kind of intersects with a lot of the MCU's happenings, that family life that he gave up. But, again, there's still – I mean, there's mention of the Ten Rings elsewhere, but there's still no mention of this guy. There's no, like – I find it hard to believe that he would give up the rings for, you know, 10 years or however long it was. And no one would try to come get him. And you know what I mean? Like, that's just a classic Marvel <laughs> problem. It's like you build up this guy, especially this long-standing badass. And you kind of never hear, he's never a person of interest in S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, and all this stuff. And it's just one of those things where it's like, again, it's a Marvel problem. Yeah, well, I think their best way of explaining that was they showed the flashback 96 or whenever. Yeah. Where that's when he gave it up. And then you assume he gave it up when he raised his kids until the daughter said she was 16. Well, no, uh, they once the mom died. he got Oh, the that's that's baggage. true. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there was obviously influenced by him with the other Ten Rings organization. Yeah. Kind of retconning. But if you go back and watch that movie with this information, like there's influence by him in the other films in Iron Man one and three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did he just know his place and know he couldn't beat the Avengers? So he just fucking, but those rings are pretty powerful, man. He was alive for over a thousand years. Yeah. I think he, he could, he could have gone toe to toe with a few Avengers. So that's what I just wonder if it was just like, he kind of, he wasn't take over the world kind of guy. He had his niche little thing he was going for and that's just kind of what he did or yeah. A hundred percent. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, like uh, the red room and black widow. It's like same thing, you know, like you they have, could have showed up in other stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it's an Avengers problem. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's one of the inevitabilities of these comic book movies where you have team ups where they all work together and then you have movies where they, they really don't. Yeah. You got to find a reason that they don't. sometimes the reason's kind of weak, but yeah, you just got to accept it. I've accepted it. Visual slash cinematography. tie would have got a 20. Maybe if I saw it on IMAX, That's fair. I gave it an 18. That's fair. I gave it an 18 as well. Um, minus two points because some of the cgi wasn't fantastic it wasn't bad the rings looked kind of like the the sonic rings at a few points um and there was just there was some things like there was one scene i think it was when they were on the bus like that scene in general when they were filming like the side window and stuff was very cool but there was like a specific shot where it looked bad but they had a lot of like crazy cgi i don't want to say crazy but they did have a lot of cgi in this and most of it looked good but there was some that was like not the greatest yeah that being said um the fight seems fantastic beautiful not only the the choreo- the choreography of the fight scenes but the way it was shot which i found out the director of cinematography for this film was the same director of cinematography for the matrix that's and probably you got some matrix-esque shots like when yeah. she dodges the rings you know it's like dodging the bullets uh credit to some youtuber that said that um nice. it was good man just like the way it was framed, the way, like, stuff was, you know, like, there was a scene even when uh, when Katie was on the building, and that guy comes, and she starts singing Hotel California, and then it was actually a reflection, and then it pans over. Like, I thought that was cool. That kind of was, like, a little unnoticed little shot, but I was like, whoa. Okay. Pretty sweet. So, when Katie's falling, uh, did I say my score? 18. Yeah. When Katie's falling off that building, and, like, she's falling off the post, mm-hmm. and there's a scene of of um, Shang-Chi, like, running through everything. Mm-hmm. Do you think they actually had like a stunt double doing like parkour through those fucking things? Do you think that was CGI? Because it's like he sprints to her and he's like boom, 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 up, over, under. I think they had a, a stunt double or the actor do that, but he was three feet off the ground. Well, yeah, but <laughs> obviously they're not on the side of a fucking building, Jay. But just the way it was shot, like he was like, it was re- like I don't know if you like remember it once it comes out. I you won't fucking was. watch it again. It was really fucking cool the way he just like sprinted through everything. Like, it felt like he was a fucking superhero. It was... He is. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Like, it was it animated or is the actor just a fucking superhero? I'm sure it was a mixture. There was practicality and there was... CGI. It looked fucking dope. But that whole... Yeah, the whole fight scene where they're kind of fighting on the, the side of the building, um, that was fantastic. I love um, The when bus they, scene was fantastic. The bus scene's like a small, closed-off space. That, that one on the side of the building, like, it's unique environments to fight in. Yeah. I love that. Well, just the way they filmed the side of the bus and how it was going down the street and... You know, and that's probably something I'm sure people smarter than us talk about is, like, we have this this movie, which is going to be heavily based in hand-to-hand combat, and, you know, that can get kind of boring. You know, if you just have a lot of, you know, crazy fight, you know, sequences that necessarily don't make a lot of sense because how many people are really this talented in martial arts, you know? Yeah. Like, that can get tiresome to an audience. So get, even Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes was good, but, like. It was kind of redundant at points and like, you know, so they probably recognize that. And they're like, how can we turn this into a, you know, different situations where it feels fresh and unique? And they did that. Absolutely. Um, I know, I don't remember where I saw it, but like a lot of the fighting, like when the dad and mom meet and fight for the first time, that's like some sort of wire fighting shit, like where they're on wires and actually doing like Mm -hmm. practical fighting and shit, which is like super big and like old Asian, Mm -hmm. like fight movies and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was very well shot. Again, some of, some of the CGI with the rings and, like, the forest moving looks kind of, eh. yeah Yeah. Um, everything else, though, looked very beautiful. The fucking Morris looked great. Morris looked great. The great protector dragon um, looked very detailed and, and very good. Yeah. Um, all the fight scenes looked good. The, the coloring of a lot of the different stuff, the framing of it, all of that. I, it was a very good-looking Marvel movie. That it was, Ty, that it was. Key elements. j Jay. I, maybe this is too high. I gave it a 19. 20. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> 20. I I don't know what could have been better to make it a 20. It just didn't feel like a full 20. I gave it a 20 because, like I said, leaning into that Asian heritage, um, very martial art based. Uh, yep. They didn't really – even the the fight scenes with the rings were martial arts based. They didn't even go with, like, the, oh, he has these rings. Let's just be overpowered. Like, he used them in the martial arts setting. Um so that goes with the key element of kind of the the culture that you're you're representing here, which is really important, not just for representation, which I've talked about before, is very very important. I loved Eminem because he was a white rapper, and that's so non consequential <laughs> for a Chinese American to see this film, yeah. you know, and j- just a Chinese person, like you know, but Chinese American too here in the states, were, you know a bit more stacked against you, um, you know, it's just great, you know, a little kid's gonna see this movie and he's gonna dress up as Shang Chi or she, and you know. Dress up as as Zuli. Or she could dress up as Shang-Chi Tai. Shang Chi. Well, I'm just saying there's multiple people in this movie, Jeff. Um, Maybe Morris. Um, Fuck yeah, I'll dress up as Morris. No, it was just like they represented that very well. And you, you had the same thing with Black Panther where you almost had like the African, you know, kind of culture and everything with Wakanda. A fictional place. Trash trucks going by. Jesus Christ, sounded like a fucking towboat <laughs> in <like> a harbor. <laughs> a fictional place that is... Very much rooted in actual culture. Same thing with this. I mean, there's a real city. They go to what? Hanoi? Han- Hanoi? I, is that correct? Uh, sure. I have no fucking Again, clue. ignorant. But, you know, they go to this fictional place, which is very much kind of fits in with that same culture. And we saw it with Snake Eyes as well. Snake Eyes also very comparable movies. That got a 16. I thought this was a little bit better in that. Um, the family dynamic, you know, as you know, you know, family very important in the Chinese culture and whatnot. That was the driving force of the narrative. Um, in terms of MCU key elements, you know, the action was great. The story was great. All the characters were great. Like, you know, I might not give a 20 for any other category, but all those categories put together results in a 20 for key elements. Yeah. I don't hate that. Um, you left out comedy, which yeah. every MCU movie is funny. I fucking love Alkafina. Yeah. She's funny as shit. Everything she's in, I enjoy. Yeah. Um, she was very funny and, and her and, um, Simu Liu's like chemistry on screen. Fantastic. Yeah they're you- great together i love the karaoke scenes yeah <laughs> it fucking made me laugh every time yeah great call back at the end mm-hmm. um it was just it was very well shot i liked the clash of culture too like the americanized versus the chinese because these are you know american um is it just american chinese americans yeah chinese americans Where like oh like what is your name katie just make something up yeah <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I think that's probably something, like, people can relate to who obviously have, you know, family members or something who are from other cultures or whatever and now live in America together where they don't have that culture that they had. Yeah. They just know about it. Yeah. You need to see Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, no. The... Fully finished it. Fantastic film. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. First thing I saw Aquafina in. Um... She's fantastic in that. And then it also had the fight The fight guy, like, the fight manager. He was one of the brothers in Crazy Rich Asians. Fight manager. He was the guy who, like, introduced them when they got to the sisters fighting thing. Was that the gay brother or the gay cousin? Not the gay cousin. He was one of the other ones. He was one of the more eccentric. Okay. He basically played the exact same character in Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. I believe it now that I saw him. Um, But Crazy Rich Asians, you know, again, I don't want to stereotype a movie just because they're both... Asian-based, but... um well, no, well, I feel like... That also had the Chinese-American... Well, I don't... Were they Chinese in that film? I know they went to Singapore, but I don't remember. They might have been Chinese. Excuse me if I'm incorrect. Asian-American. There. But there was the same. You have, like, this Asian-American, which is kind of Americanized, in the, the girl in that film with the traditional Asian family, and that kind of... Instead of being an action conflict, it was a, a love story conflict. Yeah. So, kind of similar, but, you know, good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ocean's 8. She's also great in Ocean's 8. I don't know if you've seen that movie. The Girl from Crazy Rich Asians? Uh, Aquafina. Oh no, I haven't. Ocean's Eight. Anne Hathaway in Ocean's Eight tie. Yeah, that's the pinnacle of human creation. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Just kidding. My girlfriend Riley's the pinnacle of human creation. <laughs> there you um, go. out a boy. Yeah. So I gave it a twenty man. I thought this was exactly what they were going for in terms of being an origin story, an MCU film, entertaining for ignorant people like us, and you know perhaps even more ignorant people, and also being representate- representative to. And culture. I fucking love that. Struggle. I don't know what you were even trying to say. <laughs> Representation and culture. Got it. I thought it checked both boxes perfectly, in my humble opinion. I am HO. Love that. Thank I you. gave it a 19. I'm going to leave it at 19, but <laughs> I respect it a lot. Thank you. Uh, characters. 16. 18. Okay. I, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, stickler. Stickler. I'm a little bit of a stickler with characters as well. Uh, To get into that high, high, high realm, I'm usually looking for, like, Oscar-winning performances. But tell me why you gave it an 18. So, for me, I'm looking at other MCU movies and what the acting and characters in those bring and some that have, you know, left more to be wanted. Um, Tony Leung's villain, dad, fantastic Mm -hmm. character. Depth, um, you know, character arc. He isn't complete opposite of black widow stupid show up i'm a sexist piece of shit villain yeah um which so much depth to this character that was stupid i agree with you there but i also think sometimes you do have to kind of take the l with character depth million percent no no no, no, don't get me wrong there's a there's a time and place for just i'm a bad guy because i want to be a bad guy yeah um, and that's fine. Not every movie, not everything has to have a very complex character. Yeah. For this story and the relation to the main character, though, it would have been dumb if he was just oh, a bad Oh, absolutely. Dad. Absolutely. Um, I love how they built that. Simu Liu is fantastic as the main character. I can't wait to see him moving forward and Shang-Chi and the Avengers and every fucking thing else we can get. Mm-hmm. Maybe Doctor Strange. He was hanging out with Wong. He was did karaoke together. Spoiler: We were going to talk about all that after. I mean, we've already spoiled everything else. But wait, he saw Wong at the at the fight thing, Jay. What are you talking about? Okay, true. Continue. I did say karaoke after big time. <laughs> um, was fantastic. Aquafina was, she was funny. She, I don't. She was like the partial comic relief, but she was very emotional with that side. You know, being the support character for Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck Black Widow, right? Or uh, Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye, K. Bishop, fuck him. Aquafina, she's the real archer of the MCU. Oh, fuck yeah! She put an arrow through a fucking dragon's neck. <laughs> what the fuck have you done, Hawkeye? Little bitch boy, go play fucking golf again. Yeah, seriously. Um, she was fantastic. The sister was very good and had like a an emotional depth for a side character. Sorry, I just hate that Hawkeye joke
0: to what?
1: this day that he shot eighteen. Yeah, like even though. Where do he... you get the strength to fucking drive yeah. a par five, bro? I absolutely believe because Hawkeye is a superhero. That he could hole in one every par three. I'm just gonna I'm gonna turn my brain off and assume that even though there's... if he had perfect accuracy, yeah, which he seemingly does. He's not driving a 500 yard par five. No chance. Have you seen Hawkeye? He's not gonna play 18, shoot 18. Like you're shooting like a 25, bro. You're gonna make a perfect dream <laughs> drive on the fairway and lay it up. Yeah. All right. You're continue. gonna eagle every five. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, the sister was fantastic though. I liked her depth as a side character. Um, you know, obviously she had the exact same struggles and shit that Shang-Chi was going through this entire movie. Like they were side by side, mm-hmm. obviously like they highlighted the main character more than the sister, but I liked what they did with her and showed that comparison and her frustration with her brother. Um, and then Ben Kingsley as the fucking comic relief was fantastic. Oh yeah. I, he, he, was he was fucking great when he was on screen. He was very funny. Um, everyone else. Just the scene when he – the Planet of the Apes and explaining where he got his love (laughs) for acting. And he was like – and they were like – what was it? One of them was like – I think it was Katie was like, oh, so you fell in love with acting because, you know, you thought those monkeys were pretending or whatever. Like you thought those were real monkeys or whatever. And he's like, yes, riding horses or whatever. Like he still (laughs) thought they were actual monkeys just acting to ride a horse. Like that was fucking good. They weren't actually riding them. (laughs) That's fucking good. It was fantastic. And so while none of these performances are award-winning, I think everyone in this was fantastic. Uh, the aunt in her small role was fantastic. Um, razor Fist was, he had a fist a razor. <laughs> no, he's fine. Um, everyone was fantastic in their small roles. Um, mm-hmm. And the main characters were even more fantastic. So I, I'm going to give some love there. No, it's not Oscar-worthy performances, but the ensemble cast and everyone in it, had such a great chemistry together and such great character arcs and building for everyone. Yeah. No, I agree. Fantastic. I agree. It was fantastic. Um, You know, Ben Kingsley's performance in this, as good as it was for this film, it does make Iron Man three, just even more shitty in reflection. Mm. Like we, we mentioned how they did such a great job kind of retconning, but not retconning, but retconning what happened in Iron Man three, But if you go back and watch that movie after seeing him in this and just seeing how stupid and ridiculous, which don't get me wrong. He was stupid and ridiculous in that movie, but he was over the top in this movie as well. Like, I just don't know if you can watch Iron Man 3 anymore, which we saw in the movies together. I don't know if you remember that. Just me and you. I don't, but I believe it. We were supposed to go with a bunch of friends and all our friends canceled. It was like, I think Brandon, Sebastian, like everyone canceled except us. So me and you pretty much went on like a date. Fuck yeah. Um, I give a fuck. I'm going to watch Iron Man. (laughs) We saw Iron Man 3 in the theaters. At like whatever we were fourteen years old, um, and it it just I haven't seen it. I maybe seen it once since then, like in a hotel room or something. I, but I don't know if I could watch it again because I already didn't like that movie because of the whole bullshit they did with the Mandarin. Yeah. And now it just looks even more ridiculous seeing how ridiculous this character is. It's not great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's very on, like, if you watch that one, it's the same character for sure. Yeah, Once yeah, he yeah. gets there in person, he's drunk drunk Trevor Slattery. Yeah. It's um, not like they changed who he was, but it's just such a fucking fumble in that movie. Yeah. Uh, this, not so much. Fantastic. How does he understand Morris? <laughs> he's just... I don't know. (laughs) I was going to say he's been living with him. It just – it doesn't make sense, and I've accepted it. Like, is it like he's on psychedelics, and that's what the bridge is between (laughs) him and Morris? He's, like, doing what Joe Rogan does? He's just learned Morris's language. Taking horse dewormer, and – I'm not going to go there. Um, (laughs) I can go to 16. Yeah, like I said, a little more strict on that, but it was great. Like you said, the character development, um, you know, Shang-Chi – Little, I don't want to say predictable. I'm not knocking this, but the whole like I'm gonna kill my dad, then he doesn't want to kill, end up killing his dad. Like oh, yeah, staying dad. true to his his humble roots. He's a fucking he accepted the good and the bad. How was the dragon alive? I thought they said the dragon was dead. No, no, they never said that. Oh, I thought they did. It just it just stayed in the lake. It protected them and then went into the water. Gotcha. He was very much alive. He fucked that dragon thing up. Who? The dragon. gee Oh, yeah. He just he, he did the little circular. Him. He just put a blender in his chest. He was falling from the sky. That was pretty sick. That was a fucking dope scene. That was pretty sick. The visuals. There's so many cool fucking shots in this. Which that will, that scene kind of plays. Very important to the future of the MCU based on what we learned after the credits, I believe. Enjoyment. 18. Also gave it an 18, which is up there yeah i mean i haven't given an 18 enjoyment since uh mitchell's versus machines which i very much enjoyed watching on vacation i gave a 20 to tal Knights nights and 18 to step brothers 18 to django i know it's not django i just say that to be funny um yeah 18 this was i was very excited for this movie and after watching it i'm i was thoroughly happy with what i got yeah it's a very enjoyable flick 100%. I mean, it, the pacing's fantastic. I mean, we obviously gave great story scores. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the story fo- you know unfolds and the pacing of it is very fluid and you never feel bored. Um, plenty of fun action to watch. And just everything comes together very nicely. Yeah. And I mean, I look at my score and it's obviously not out of 100. Um, I don't know if you could make this movie any better. Like, I, I mean, it, like, It feels weird because I gave it an 89. I've given MCU movies higher. But it felt like this was, like, the best version this movie could be. Like, I cannot think of anything maybe slightly better CGI in some moments. um, But really, like, I just don't see how you can make a better singular superhero movie. You know? And maybe down the line there might be. But we look at the MCU and, like, I don't know. Spider-Man didn't get this high of a score. It was close, but no. Like, I feel like. You know, again it's very hard to get these these upper Which, echelon scores I, by design. I'll say it. So final score, you gave it an eighty nine, you just said I, it got a ninety yeah. for me. I broke the ninety threshold threshold. I was right there. Um eighty nine point five, it's our ninth highest rated film. Yeah. That's fucking up there. And when you look at it compared to like Far From Home, eighty eight and a half. Yeah. I this makes me feel like Far From Home is maybe a little too high because this movie is very fucking good. Well, okay, counterpoint to Far From Home, what you're saying right now.
0: Not a, Far From Home
1: got a lot of good visual score, though, for that Mysterio yeah, shit. A, maybe a little bit of recency bias. I'm just going to say it. Jason, I don't know how to break this to you. Every single one of these movies has recency bias because we review it the same week. Huh? Every movie we review. No, but I'm saying you, your version of what you think oh, she is okay. now versus how you view Far From Home right now. Fair. Um... A little bit of that, and again, like you just mentioned, the visuals probably got a 20 because that Mysterio scene is one of the best scenes in MCU history. I will say it. It was fantastic. Very good. Um, And, you know, I thought Mysterio was very compelling in that film as well. Um, He wasn't just a a bad Spider-Man, you know, hero. Um, Yeah, and I mean, you gave it a 90. I gave it an 87, which reflects how I feel. I think Shang-Chi is just a little bit of a notch higher than that film. Um, See, I gave these the same score. I don't think that. But that's all right. I mean, it evened out to being probably where it should be. Yeah, you're not wrong. Shang-Chi, though, top ten film. You also gave Civil War ninety, which I gave an eighty-four. Civil War, that's that's fitting. That movie's fucking sick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top ten film. That's fucking wild. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. But the score don't e- lie. I was expecting Doctor Strange, mid like Doctor Strange. If I just had a guess, I'd probably say I'd give it like an eighty-five. First. Yeah, the only one that's came out. Well, I thought you were saying, like, no, I'm no. expecting the next one to be I was expecting here. a Doctor Strange-level origin story, where it would be, like, mid-80s. Which is still a very, very good score. That is above the line of 80-plus. Yeah. Only 29 of our... Only, no, 31 of our 88 films have been above the line. Which is actually kind of a high percentage. That's not too high. We tend to only want to watch good movies. Yeah, we're not choosing to watch the shit movies. 35%. We were for a while there, and it sucked. 35% have made it above the line. Um, so... I definitely thought it was going to be in that realm. I did not expect ninety plus. Yeah, um, which I mean did get eighty nine and a half. So not ninety. It didn't crack ninety. Not ninety games. That's an elite company right there. But still, I mean, it was it was great. It was like I said. I just don't see unless the only thing I could think of is if if Shang Chi, which all like I said, all the visuals were great. The the fight scenes. That scene on the 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 building was fantastic but i don't know maybe if it had a spider-man level like one standout scene that like completely redefines the genre i don't know i i just i don't know i think if they i mean it's hard because of the rings and the nature of how they use them but just a little bit better cgi with that um the forest scenes if they less cgi moving forest, more artsy kind of shots yeah. there might get a little bit more love visuals um story I, I mean the story's up there I, there's yeah. no major twist or anything no shocking moment somehow they do that it might take away from it though who knows yeah i i this is exactly what they wanted to make and they did a fantastic job of doing it yeah i agree uh, that's all there is to it it's so much fun it's great action great everything it's funny to watch like most marvel movies um, the cultures there v- very much reminiscent of Black Panther. Yeah, for um, sure. Now I don't want to shit in Shang-Chi's sh- cereal. Shang-Chi's, Shang Chi's cereal. Shang Chi's Shang Shang Chi Cheerios. I'm, we should put a, a, a disclaimer before the episode that we're gonna mess up the name multiple times. Shang-Chi, Shang Chi. At least we're not just accepting that we say it wrong. Though we're trying. Shang chis cereal. Try to say that five times fast. Shang Chi Cheerio, Cheerio. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's not do that. Fuck that. Let's not do that. Actually. Um. I don't want to shit in his, his cereal, but, like, I I just feel good about Eternals. And, like, yeah. again, I just said this is the best version of, like, a singular superhero movie that I could think of, which, I I don't know, that CGI villain might bring Eternals down. But I just view Eternals, if they can do everything that Shang-Chi did, it's not, it's not going to have the same cultural impact. So, see, actually, I don't even think Eternals could get higher. You know, and I don't want to predict what I'm going to give Eternals, but, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, if I give Eternals a little bit higher of visuals, assuming Chloe Zhao, award winning, yeah, is award well, winning director, you know, assuming she's probably the most, and I'm saying this ignorantly, ignorantly as well, maybe she's the most artsy MCU director we've had. I don't know every single MCU director, but no, I, I mean, absolutely, she's she's very, very well 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 known, well yeah. respected, yeah. Um, so even if I gave it a little bit more visuals, I feel like the key elements are going to be taken down. Cause I do feel like the comedy is going to be there and the action is going to be there and that'll probably still get like an 18, you know, ish- range for me. Um, but there's something to be said about the cultural impact of these films. I just don't think Eternals is going to have that same kind of, you know what I mean? Now, while I agree with what, everything you're saying and it's going to be hard for any movie to get better score, this better score that I'm looking at the movies that have a better and Anchorman had zero cultural impact and it got a 91 and a half. <laughs> Different genre, I'm saying, but like Fair. I'm superhero movie, they're more comparable. Okay, in my opinion, Shang Chi our second highest superhero. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, second highest superhero movie. Yeah, that's nutty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was not expecting that. I wasn't either, but it's fucking great. Score don't lie wasn't expecting that. Um now of course we got to talk about the future of the MCU because that's what we do here. Um post credit scene number 1. We see that Hulk, sorry, Bruce Banner is talking with Wong and Captain Marvel and they're dissecting the rings because they got a blip from inside of it. I don't sorry, blip is not the Deacon. right right term to use Whoa, because Jay, they already have easy, the blip, bro. They already have the blip. That's the a fucking energy. sore subject, there. Um, you don't just go around throwing the blip word around. There's some sort of beacon that they found inside of it, and they said, you know, Shang Chi, we never picked up the energy, but the second you used it, we we noticed the energy, we felt it here in the Sanctum Subtorium. Why? Um, tell he, me why. He doesn't know. Now, I did, I did some research, and I don't remember the fucking research now, which is just Love me that. being an idiot. Um the Shang-Chi rings in the comics were actually originally like um Finger rings. fingers which I could see Go ahead. Well, I we just didn't touch on it. His dad looks so fucking badass with the rolled up sleeves on the suits and shit just rocking the rings everywhere he went. Yeah. Just such a fucking dope look. <laughs> he just looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Um Two things. I think one, they probably didn't want to do rings because the the connection maybe to the Infinity Gauntlet, kind of just that more handsy hand. thing. Two, um, it's traditional like uh, Chinese um, combat wear. I don't know if I'm using the correct terminology there. They wear like rings like that in like combat p- practice, so that was more kind of going into that culture, like I said. So I like that. Love that um, stylistic choice for sure. Now, dad looked fucking cool. Which, as the rings, they still look pretty badass, but they are very very similar. They go on each hand, and they're different colors. So it's, like, very similar to the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Um, Because I know, I believe in the comics, each ring is, like, a different power. Yes. Like the Infinity Stones. Yes. Which they fully abandoned for, again, probably a similarity reason. Each ring offered a different power and ability, such as ice flame, electricity blast, mind control, light absorption, disintegration, transmutation, and more, while also granting him long life. Um, They said fuck that. They're going to be cool little, little whippies. Now shoot them at people and fly with them. I'm trying to find it. It was on a YouTube video. It's something where the origin of the 10 rings like comes from the power of someone like, Oh, something like that. And again, I, I feel terrible now. Um, Did all that research and I just forget. Yeah. And I, 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 feel so there could be something in there. Whereas whoever they came from is calling to them. Yeah. Um, I know there was talk of like the Eternals connection. Um, possibly, like, calling to the Deviants or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the villains of the Eternals, yeah. or a Celestial who's coming to Earth now because of those rings, and the Eternals have something to do with that. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool way to connect two movies that I never thought were going to be connected. Is Galactus a Eternal? Or a not eternal a Celestial? No. That's a guess, but no. Okay. But uh, I-, I don't know. I... Cause we already have so many big bads that it seems like they're setting up. Yeah. Who the fuck are they calling to in space? I don't know, man. You set up the grounded big bad with with the like Dark Avengers or whatever, and the um what's her fucking name, the chick from Falcon and the Winter Jerry Soldier, Jerry Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, Ju- Julie. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Um, and her character, we we Julie got Julie Dreyfus. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> we got King. Um, we set up that villain. Well, but who think, the fuck else are we setting up? Okay, but think about how they did the first phase, Ty. Like, they had bigger villains. They had Loki, which was working with Thanos, but they had Loki, they had Ultron, and then they had Thanos as, like, this end goal thing. This might be a little bit different because Ultron was kind of just happened. Ultron, Ultron literally, literally just bare, happened. It was contained to one movie. Um... It very well could be a, you know, we have this Dark Avengers. We also have the Secret Invasion whole thing, the end credit scene to Far From Home. Yeah. What is that going to be? Um, that's also a TV show. They have more ways. And that's the thing, too, now compared to Phase 1. They have far more ways to tell the story. They are not only have the ability to pump out more movies because it's a more established property, but they have the TV shows as well. Yeah. So I think there's multiple villains, and I think when we look and we look at the next Thanos, I mean, I don't know. Is he calling to the next Thanos? I, I don't know yet. I think we could lay these grounds— And maybe it's Galactus. I just don't see how – I don't see how Kane could be the bigger bad than Galactus. And Galactus would be in 12 movies or however many movies it takes him to get there. Probably more than that. Yeah, 20, however many. And then the whole thing will happen with Galactus and they'll kill off half the Avengers and then, you know, start start it up. Young Avengers time. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited. The best part about that scene, though, was was seeing Bruce Banner's beautiful human face. Captain Marvel. Bruce Banner's beautiful human face. I don't know how they're going to explain it. I don't know how they're going to retcon Professor Hulk. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, if he's split and we get actual Hulk again, I'm going to be so fucking happy. And he's going to be in the She-Hulk series, so we'll find out sooner rather than later. But God damn it, I hope we get a back regular Hulk. Okay, so I want to touch on the rings one more time. Yeah, I do think, like you said, connected to the Eternals, I think there's something there. Like I said, research is bad, but they get their power from something, and I'm sure it'll be connected somehow. Those rings are going to be very important. <laughs> yep. Um, Hulk I think it's 100% This is personally What I My prediction I think I don't know the origin of She-Hulk I'm not gonna lie It's cousin Of Bruce Banner But Blood infusion As we don't. know They can change things They don't have to go based 100% off the comics Nope I think And this is maybe optimism Bruce Banner Is going to transfer Somehow He's gonna figure out How to transfer the Hulk Into The She-Hulk lady And she is going to have Hulk. He no longer has Hulk. And he is no longer Hulk. He is just Bruce Banner. You think that happened off-screen pre-Shang-Chi? I think that happened in She-Hulk, which probably happened before Shang-Chi, because Shang-Chi took place about a year after the blip, I think they said. Maybe not a year. Was it a year? I actually have no clue, timeline-wise. When does Shang-Chi take place in the MCU? I believe it's a year. Um, So there's plenty of time to do that. Okay. I fucks with it. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be sometime after the blip. Okay, I'm fine with that. I if but I want like a Hulk Hulk. I don't want like a like a human Hulk. Yeah, just do what they did in Ragnarok, but with a with She Hulk. Sure, F- fully okay with it. So now this is the. Where She-Hulk fits in is interesting, and how they do all this timeline. I mean, with the old movies, you know, you have Nick Fury's big week or whatever, and it was different in orders. But based on kind of what's happened, this article, you know, Endgame, and then you have Loki, which Loki's its own thing. It's like the timeline. Everything happens at the same time, so whatever. But then you have WandaVision because Wandavision's what, weeks after the blip? Two weeks? Oh, yeah, huh. It's like right after. And then you have there, this article, Shang-Chi. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a bit after the blip as well and then Spider-Man Far From Home. So, well, Far From Home. Yeah, Far From Home after all that. Yeah. Because No Way Home is, and is then no right at home. the end of it. Yeah. Okay. Shit, I didn't even think about that since Far From Home happened so long ago, like came out so long ago, that like the events of WandaVision happened before like, Far From everything Home. Everything else was before Far From Home, which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't reference his identity. Like if it had already happened, would they have referenced like yeah. his identities out there? Do you think... Marvel's smart. Do you think they planned, like, that far in advance when they released Far From Home, like, all this other shit's gonna happen beforehand leading into multiverse of madness? Yes, yes, yes. That's fucking crazy to think about. 100%. Like, they knew the roadmap, like, six years ago. The... The story – or the exact order has changed because, like, Eternals was supposed to come out before Shang-Chi originally. Yeah. But, like, I, they 100% knew all this stuff was going to come out before Spider-Man. And that actually – It before Far From Home. That actually explains well, – I just brought up the secret invasion and how they kind of teased that and haven't touched it since. That explains it because all this stuff has happened before that Nick Fury scene. Yeah. Which they did do the, the WandaVision tease into that. But, you know, so that you, makes sense. And now do you think the Captain Marvel – um, her little beeper going off is like Nick Fury or something for Secret be. Invasion. Could be. He's known to page her. Could be. Could be her meeting, <laughs> what's her name, for the first time? Photon? Yeah. Yeah, it could be because post WandaVision, she meets up with a Scroll. Yeah. At the end of that, maybe she goes up, hangs out with Nick Fury, now Captain Marvel's going while Shang-Chi's kicking ass on, on the ground, boots on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So to go back, um, I do believe that Hulk lost his Hulk. I'm gonna, That's my bold prediction, and it's mostly kind of bold optimism that I'm just done. I'm done with that character. They fucked it forever for me. See, and I, I want a fresh start. I think something's going to happen where a little bit of his Hulk goes into She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of that, he can't stay Hulk all the time. It's like he only can use it at certain points. Like Hulk is weaker. So he's just so fucking he can't going exist. back. So what do you mean he's just going back to what he was before yes but i I, no fuck that no but i don't think it's going to be like before i think it's going to be like a very selective usage type thing where he's basically just the scientist guy now that tony stark's dead and he's just human and if necessary he can go to hulk but it's not like before where it's like flip a switch he's hulk he's very limited hulk role they just fucked it and i'm excited for there to be a new hulk in the mcu she hulk very excited for she hulk um when does that come out soon right sure i don't remember i thought it came out like fall of 2021 or winter No, next up's like miss marvel and then um hawkeye and then i think she hulk after those let's look wandavision what if okay so right. hawkeye november 24th yeah and then it just says miss marvel late 2021 oh, and then moon Knight. moon night 2022 she hulk Hulk. 2022 now they have oh guardians december invasion 2022 2022. tba ironheart tba armor wars tba untitled wakanda series wakanda series has to follow around like the dora milaje right can you uh in my memory the the bald chicks yeah probably because they have the movie for, like, the mainline characters if they're doing a TV show. Or it could follow around the other, like, tribe with the one guy who's, like, a badass. Ooh, and Baku. Yeah. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What is Moon Knight again? Isn't it, like, Batman? Oh, we've talked about this before. Isn't it pretty much MCU's Batman? <laughs> I think so, but he's kind of, like, mentally fucked up. Like, he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. He's, like, an anti-hero crazy person, if I'm not mistaken. All the comic panels, he looks very funny. Okay. And he just, like, talks out of his ass um oscar isaac i know yeah. him what is he in everything he's great he's gonna be in dune soon he's in star wars as like the yes. pilot guy yeah he's oscar yeah, isaac's yeah, yeah. A fucking fantastic actor po. he's poe yep. yeah um, very excited for him the second and credit scene tie was um the sister kind of just set resetting up the uh ten rings um turning her you know her twist into it you know you had girl fighters you know graffiti on the wall blah 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 Riley's like, how is that going to fit into the future movies? I don't think it does. I think it'll obviously be part because everything's part. I think that is setting up a future television show. Million percent. I don't know if that's necessarily a movie, but I think turning the Ten Rings into like this female led badass organization. And maybe, maybe there's some sort of intertwined with the uh, the old Red Room females. There could okay. be some did story you, there. Did how you see the, them out? The, the, the the fuck cameo like the black widow cameo thing Mm -mm. when they're in the fighting thing and it was like the smaller fights um there was a black widow girl fighting one of the extremists from iron man 3 oh that was supposed to be like a black widow chick and one of the iron man 3 villains gotcha they're like a little cameo there um so i I, yeah i think that's setting up a tv show though for sure oh yeah absolutely um maybe see it just depends like falcon and the winter soldier definitely has a season two that's a more grounded type thing whether this interacts with that and it's on that kind of level um, because we're getting all these TV shows. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jay. None of the TV shows have intertwined yet. We need a TV Avengers level thing. Secret Invasion. Fuck yeah. That actually makes so much sense. <laughs> um, Yeah, I agree. But it'll, it'll be cool to see. I mean, it's not going to be for four years based on their schedule if they do do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they set things up that last you know that take forever anyways i will say the one thing that so i love how much content marvel's pop pumping out mm-hmm. it's just nonstop. yeah the one thing that does suck is if you like something you're waiting at least five to six years to get more of that content because they have yeah. so much other stuff going on but like, spin zone they like you i like all that stuff i so, like yeah i get sad like i watch loki i'm like fudge now I got to wait a long time for Loki, but then my brain just forgets about it. Cause I watch the next Marvel property and I'm like, "Oh, I like this too. <laughs> Except for what if? Yeah. But I mean, we got Shang-Chi, so where I'm good. Bingo. Hawkeye should be good. Miss Marvel should be good. Moon Knight. Any- excited. Everything will- should be good. Just, you don't have to, <laughs> everything Marvel does should be good. Not what if it's good for what it is. It just doesn't connect to this overarching story. So yeah, I heard this I week's this. is actually pretty good too. It was the zombie one. Yeah, I've seen two of them. The first like one a, and the third one, like a horror, Marvel horror movie. I feel I'm like that. I feel like that could be a good one to watch to see like how far that direction they'll go because Doctor Strange is supposed to be like a I horror. Know, I'm Marvel worried movie. about that. So I feel like I'm that's a good little that dip Max. your toes. I'm yes, not, you are. No, I'm yeah, seeing that in, on my. Um, I'm seeing that in a drive-in where I could turn the volume down, <laughs> <laughs> hide in the back seat. <laughs> um. Last thing I want to touch on on this film wong what is he doing what what i was trying to think of a wong acronym to as a question but i'm not gonna even try that what is he doing because you have the whole end where he's kind of like leading this charge with bruce banner and captain marvel looking at the rings but you also have him fighting abomination which was a pre-teased cameo wasn't really impactful to the story but he fights abomination and then they're in the locker room and he and they go somewhere, and he tra- he's training him. He's yes. like, "Oh, you're pulling your punches." Yes. Is he working with Val, the evil girl? Yeah. Could be, man. And she's spewing some, where well, this is for the good, and we see him leaving in the Far From Home trailer, going somewhere else with pack bags. Yeah. Wong's onto some shit. Wong's doing some shit. I Wong is a busy man right now. I think we're gonna get a Wong heel turn. See, I don't know though because the other sorcerer in Doctor Strange was the heel turn guy. I forgot about him. Are they just never gonna bring him back? I believe he's in the the next Doctor Strange. That's totally gonna be like a, they set that villain up and then bigger things happened and they're like, all right, let's just throw him in the next movie and have him be like a, a middle mid tier Doctor Strange is gonna beat. That's him what I'm saying. Dude. It's crazy that like six years ago they knew all this was happening because like they do story things and do like plot points, but then I feel like it evolves so much. I do maybe the. I could see the old Doctor Strange villain them having plans and kind of changing those plans though, just because the whole multiverse thing. Like they do could other been things, accelerated by Spider Man. They do other things with other properties that change what their future looks like with these properties. Yeah, big time. That's the problem of having an intertwined, you know, cinematic universe. It's the struggle, but it was Here's also what the they of to do: of having comics, stop making so much content. Give me an no. eight hour movie once a year. No. Figure no. out the story. No just give me one blockbuster i'll spend a whole work day's worth of time at a theater a day i am not no and everything's the worst idea you've ever had that's what i want wong is up to no good though he's working with abomination but i'm just saying we talked about the whole you know dark avengers abomination if they turn black widows sister good guy Wong could be the evil version of Doctor Strange in this team. Why wouldn't they use the other guy who already showed he's going to be the evil version of Doctor Strange? He is. He's uh, he's down low. Wong's a good guy. Wong will be the first one to go back to the good side if this does happen. I'm just saying, man. The seeds are there. Then why is he helping Shang-Chi and working with Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner? Because he's getting manipulated to protect the universe. He's getting manipulated. Wong's a good guy. Don't you fucking show him. Then what is he doing with Abomination? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to make Abomination a good guy. Maybe he's like one of those girls who is with a guy who's a bad person, but she's like, oh, I how can change a, him. Wait, how is Abomination alive? He never died. Didn't he? Where'd he go then? He's got his ass beat. I don't know. I've, I've seen that movie once, <laughs> Jay. He didn't die. I know he didn't die. Well, it's interesting that he fought Abomination, and then he's on a phone call with Bruce Banner. Is that connected at all? Oh, he's talking to those two. Yeah. Does Bruce know he's working with Abomination? Yeah. Maybe is Wong's Abomination the new Hulk? No. Do okay. we get a She-Hulk and then Abomination is a good guy? Is Abomination the villain a She-Hulk? Do they have two Hulk properties with the same villain? I could see him being a, a, a like a somewhat villain. Like an like, episode three villain. Yeah. Not episode six. I don't know. I'm, I think – so I was most excited for Loki, and I want to say I was correct about being most excited for the best one so far. I'm most excited for She-Hulk next, so hopefully that's also the second best one. Um I think for me it's Moon Knight. Okay. Just because similar to this, I know nothing about that character other than like the theme of it and the actor's fantastic. Yeah. Very excited for that. Fair. Um that's all I got. Do you got anything else, Shang Chi? I don't. It's a great movie. Top ten since we've been doing this podcast, apparently. Yeah. Um, which is fuck yeah. Next week we're watching Kate. It's on Netflix. Next MCU movie won't be till December. Spider Man. Let's take a look. here, No, dude. Eternals. Eternals November fifth. We have one, so two, two three, months, four, five, six. Oh well, I mean, in six episodes we have Venom. Okay. Which I actually think I heard somewhere they moved the release date of that because they were like trying to push it back because they weren't sure how good like big movies were gonna do, uh-huh. and then they saw Shang Chi broke the record and they're like, okay, we good. I'll have to double check that. Now I want to I want my Venom but then, prediction now. But then, few weeks after that Eternals. My Venom prediction now because I saw the trailer twice. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to not like it. Why? Woody Harrelson looks so stupid. I think he looks very compelling. Oh no, he looks so Why it does looks he look like stupid? such cheesy bad acting. And I, think I like it looks him. It compelling. Mm, I'm I'm very cautious going into this. Continue. I think um Venom is not going to beat Carnage. Um Tom Hardy's character is going to have to beat Woody Harrelson's character it's gonna be some bullshit where it's like Venom can't win this fight you have to win this fight some bullshit like that that's gonna 100% what it's gonna be I think uh Spider-Man's gonna come save the day <laughs> they're gonna release that before uh <laughs> far from home yeah <laughs> or no way home <laughs> um I have no idea I'm very cautious about this movie though because the first one was like cheesy dumb action but didn't have a great story and I'm worried that this one's just going to be more of that. And it's Sony on their own, which they don't have the best track record. Yeah, I'm very cautious. It's fair to be cautious. I I want it to be good. Very cautious. So we got that in six weeks. Then we got Eternal shortly after that. And then we got NFL season within the line sports <laughs> dropping on Friday. If you're releasing, if you're listening to this before Friday, thank you for the early support. Uh, check that out on Friday. We're going to be recapping Thursday night football, which has not happened yet. Um, Dallas Cowboys plus eight. Take that bet. Um, I'm going to talk about Thursday night, how that was free money. And we're going to give our NFL week one picks. Uh, the guest this week, Danny Preciato, the uh, expert from last year that I think came in third. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing the board well. you are going to to bring that up. You're going to want to listen because I'm seeing the board well and I can make a lot of people a lot of money. Now go back and listen to last year's pre-NFL pod where he said the exact same thing and then lost. I don't know if I did. You did. You definitely did. That's all right. I'm going for three-time running champ. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But, yeah, go watch Kate in between f- football. Yeah. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold whoa, on. Whoa, whoa. Lord of the Rings. What did I get on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh. First one? Yeah. Random Rotten Tomatoes movie score. Is that, is that the name of it, or is it like Lord of the Rings? The and Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring. Ten Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's why I went with this. Great connection. 94%. Ninety-one percent. Oh my God! What was the audience score? Ninety-five. Oh, fuck man, so close. That one felt like one I could got, because <laughs> I was like, a, it, I knew it was a ninety plus, so that and it wasn't like a hundred. Yeah. So there's a very small range for me to guess. Yeah. I'm gonna get this eventually. Okay. Be a good friend, everybody.